Hello, this is Gabriel Piamonti, and you're listening to On the Trail. This is the podcast for the campaign to elect Gabriel Piamonti. I'm running for 5th Ward Alderman. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the word progressive, which is starting to become a, an important term in the mayoral election, but also in our local 5th Ward election. And so I think we need to take a minute to analyze its meaning. We've got candidates that are you know, being calling themselves progressive. We have debates over who's progressive. Is everyone who claims they're, you know, they've got progressive roots really progressive? I want to point out that in my experience, based on observation, a little bit of involvement in politics, and my um, experience as a journalist, that these are the characteristics of progressivism, what it means for something to be progressive. First of all, progressivism is dynamic, which is to say that it doesn't exist in a static state and it's the same set of things that should happen. There's a commitment to humanity. There's a commitment to people over profits. There are elements that are about the same. The themes don't change, but the way they manifest do change. So an agenda that is static is not a progressive agenda. It's a progressive agenda for now, but those things will change over time. Also, it belongs to the people as a concept. To vest in an individual or a organization with the progressive title is to really misunderstand that progressivism is the vision of the people made manifest. It is the thing that is best for the most people that provides the most people opportunity. And so that's going to change over time, and there are going to be different ways to get to it. And so any particular method that's used, so one organization that says, we're, we're the way, join us, we're going to get you that progressive future you want, they may be useful for a minute, but again, it's dynamic. So, you know, they're useful now, but they may not be useful tomorrow. You've got to be ready to dump structures that don't work for you as well as people. And so this is the third element that I want to mention. You know, no politician, no leader, progressive leader, is ever going to be permanently in a state of um, synchronicity with progressive values. It's inevitable that over time people um, are more and, and less aligned with progressive values and with the people. You can do things to stri- try to stay kind of rooted, but they're not things politicians want to do. You can give away power. That's one way that you can ensure that you're in the nexus of progressive development because you're letting the people make decisions, and that's going to kind of keep you from thinking that you control things. You can definitely... Um, Look for opportunities uh, to to collaboratively make decisions. There are lots of things you can do that that help, but we shouldn't be surprised when a candidate or politician who is progressive in one context and another is not. And and so I could say a lot about Tony Preckwinkle, who is the candidate in particular who is deemed progressive. But I think it's enough to say, um, you know, she take she she's taken lots of money from. Uh, corrupt um, folks, including uh, Alderman Burke. She's given uh, jobs to questionable characters, including Alderman Burke's son, while he was under a cloud of uh, accusations of sexual harassment in a different public um, uh, capacity. This isn't, you know, this is not the behavior of progressive people. Locally, you will hear people make the case that uh, Leslie Harrison is a progressive candidate. And I think that there has been, you know, there, there's been a, there was a time 
when I think you, you could make the case. I think she's always been a little more pragmatic and a little more even, if not elitist, at least, um, you know, very comfortable in her world in a way that maybe m- makes empathy challenging, um, such that I don't know that out-and-out progressivism has been the, has been uh, totally evident. However, in in the in 2019, the evidence is clear. Uh, again, taking money from a corrupt alderman and keeping it, um, to my knowledge, maybe she's given it back by now, but certainly uh, holding on to it for a while, uh, voting with a, a mayor who does not have a progressive agenda 100% of the time in the last year, um, taking money from that mayor, taking $20,000, which is a lot of money from from that mayor. I, this is not the behavior of a progressive person. There's, there was the recent appointment of somebody who had questionable credentials, which I can get into, um, but a hasty appointment uh, using just the minimum requirements and having no public input, not the behavior of a progressive person. Um, and this goes back. I mean, she voted for the budget that closed the mental health clinics. And so now she'll talk about she wants them back, but she didn't fight when it was time to fight. When everybody had a chance to to really wrestle with Rahm over this last budget, which was, uh, you know, the budget w- when he had no juice, they didn't. They passed it, and she was one of them. So, I, you know, I just want to say, look at look at the qualities of, of progressivism and recognize that, you know, people are and are not over time. And, and definitely feel feel free to to dump them when they don't fit the bill anymore. I mean, certainly they're doing that to us. So when you know someone's progressive and they uh, reach a certain amount of of uh, power and, and um, affluence, and they no longer uh, have a need for us and turn their backs, well, that's just you know that's a part of politics. But you got to be ready to do to push back and and do the same thing to them. This is On the Trail. You can visit me at uh, gabrielpiamonte.com, and I encourage you to do so. I thank you for your time, and I'll talk to you again soon.